You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, what's going on? Welcome to Built for the Stage podcast. This is Joe Roscoe, founder and host of Built for the Stage, Broadway's number one fitness platform with actors and actresses in over 20 Broadway shows and stages across the globe. We work one-on-one with performers on an interactive fitness app where we are in the pursuit of marrying a career in theater with the ability to train like the athlete that you are. So if you want to try a free trial, go to BillForTheStage.com and you'll be on on your way to seven days of a free trial with me. All right, let's get on to our special guest. Enough of me rambling on. I was just in London a few weeks ago and saw a lot of shows. And one of those shows that I got to see was six. And I went and saw it mm, in 2019, I think, or maybe after the, I can't remember seeing um, a few clients in the Broadway production and going into it. I was like, I don't think this show's for me. And then I watched it and I was like, this show's for me. (laughs) I loved it. And then you know, I spent some time away from the show and then I was in London and got in touch with a few of the performers in the cast. So I ended up going to the show again. And again, I'm sitting in the audience and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Like I could be seeing any show and I'm seeing six. And then again, the show's for me. They just crushed it. I had the best time. So let's bring on uh, our special guest. Uh, Recently played uh, princess queen Anne in uh, six Please welcome Amanda Lindgren. Hi, Amanda. Hi. <laughs> I Thank love so the story. Much. Amazing. Yes. You know, I Adriana Hicks is one of my clients, and I wanted to go support her in the Broadway production. Yeah. And I just I got a lot uh, a little backstory about what it was about. It's kind of like concert esque feel, and I I go in, I'm like, I I don't know if I'm gonna like this. And it was yeah. just crazy good. I mean, the the writing and the music is great, but the performances from the Broadway cast and your cast, both like, I don't know why you all don't have record deals, like just traveling the world in concert, you know? They're New York and Broadway. Isn't that the same? No, yeah. I saw it in Broadway and in London with, with oh, you. Oh, London. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. And I'm saying, yeah. I'm saying both casts, just like the the talent on the stage was just crazy. Like your, your voices up there were just phenomenal. So congrats. Um, And you recently, you ended the show. I think, I think the day I saw it on Sunday was your last show. Is that correct? You saw it on Sunday. I saw it on Sunday. And I I got to see a couple of like, you could tell y'all were taking in some, you know, special extra moments because it was your last, your last show. Was it the matinee or was it the evening? Oh, I saw it on a matinee. You okay? You had matinee. a Sunday. Yeah, but still, and you actually saw a bit of a special show because that's like obviously the ma- what is it called mock up matinee, right? Matinee, yeah. No, but it's a, it's like a mock up thing. You uh, where you get to do some, you know, like um, naughty stuff or like uh-huh. to each other, you know, yeah, so yeah. like make each other laugh and as well. So I, I saw, don't know. Yeah, I saw at one point someone brought out like a, a hair piece. Was that a part of? Oh, a, a yeah. yeah. 
<laughs> so you went to the second to last. Oh my god! But I'm like, I'm um, not famous, but in in the cost of being the laugher, I'm uh-huh. so I have it really hard time to like hold it together and not laugh. Is if anything funny happens. So actually, it was my roommate uh, that plays Howard. Okay. So she even had to warn me because she knew like I'd, I'd be lost for the rest of the show if I didn't know it. So, but still, I laughed so much anyway. So I was right. like, I'm so glad she told me because otherwise, I don't think I would be able. In some like, <laughs> I actually struggle with some lines saying them because I've been <laughs> laughing and like even you know when in the by the end when we sing like really quietly and we sing like we're one and one line each. Yeah. I remember I was like. We, we, and I was I barely couldn't sing because I was just laughing so much. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm grateful she told me though. Oh, but that making, was funny. yeah, making memories. I, yeah, I could definitely tell from uh, seeing you all up there. I'm like this this was different. Like this might have been yeah. the first time this is happening. <laughs> yeah, and people were doing things in the wings as well. Oh, the, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so obviously you didn't see it, but at some point I was like. <laughs> like that because obviously things just happen and then you have to like yeah no it's really funny I, I love that yeah I love that the whole show actually because it's very alive but obviously then it was even extra yeah right right yeah <laughs> the the six of you must have really grown close to one another a bond because you're literally on that stage together the entire time do you have yeah. any other memories or funny moments uh from your run with the show yeah, I mean, like, there's there are so many. And also, I feel like we've been really lucky because uh, our cast was one, like, obviously, it was, like, a, a new thing where they recasted everyone uh, for our year. And also, they had a lot of events because I think it was, like, after COVID and everything. So yeah. we, we have done some, like, fun gigs over, like, during the year. And, like, we obviously did the Jubilee for the Queen, which was massive. Wait, so, tell- like. Let's zoom in on that. Tell us about that day. What was that all about? Yeah, that was mental. That was like... (laughs) We had a a bit of um, rehearsal first with the whole orchestra, which was that. That was just incredible. And then, um, yeah, rehearsal there outside the Buckingham Palace. And where we're like, felt that we were really treated like uh, celebrities because obviously you don't feel like one. So it was like a bit like, hang on, what's happening? (laughs) And um, yeah, and obviously when we did it, it just went so fast though, but obviously, and you have so much adrenaline. And then by in the evening, we we got to go to the after party at at Buckingham Palace and like with the other performers and all the royalties. It was just like, yeah, an incredible experience and that we were like, yeah, I think that was absolutely the the best thing that we get to like share that together. Yeah. And awesome. obviously those moments make you even closer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh, a little bit more about you. Are you originally from Sweden or where are you from? Uh, yeah, I'm adopted from South Korea. So okay. I came to Sweden when I was like uh, five and a half months. So unfortunately, I don't speak any Korean. <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely a Swedish inside let's say yeah and when did you start singing or performing how did this all begin I did it as a I started with like violin when I was like four I think I I told my mom I was like I want to play the violin and then uh, I started with piano and then I did like yeah choir and and a little drama 
uh, drama course, but it was like because I'm from a small town in Sweden, so they didn't really have any like proper education and stuff. So I always wanted to move like to Stockholm to like get that. But obviously, my mom wanted me home, so I never got to do that until like uh, I was 21 when I like should I try this, this school? And my parents were like, yeah, Amanda, go for it. This is, this is the time now, not later economics. You can always like study later on. So I just tried. And then I was like, Oh, I got in and like, yeah, just, yeah. Started from there. (laughs) So they were supportive of it. That's cool. And when you, yeah, so supportive. (laughs) That's good. When you went to Stockholm, was it to concentrate in theater or was it vocal performance or what were you studying in school? Uh, it was musical theater. Okay, good. All right, was, nice. But I was, um, it was like the first uh, year as well of a new education. So okay. obviously it, it, it's a bit risky uh, yeah. because, but but it was a lot of good names there. <clears throat> a lot of like big names in the industry and stuff. So I was like, yeah, it seems pretty good. But obviously um, like some, some bits are like great, but some bits are maybe not as good good then because obviously it takes a bit of time to establish the admin and stuff like that like creative people aren't like like always the best in like admin and stuff like to get everything together and like yeah it wasn't um super much singing actually okay but i I wish it was a bit more so that i'm jealous of (laughs) other other colleges so the kids there now they owe you for laying the groundwork for being one of the first oh yes no i'm just kidding (laughs) No, no, but um, yeah, I'm no, like. It's, uh, no. it's so- true. It's it's true. <laughs> just like just like you said, you know, there was a lot. There was a learning curve for them uh, there to to kind of see what the program would be like, and you were a big part of figuring that out. I have a similar story where the program I went to, it was new and developing, so there was a little like bumps in the road, and and now I look back and see how smooth things are there, and and say those kids those kids they owe me they owe me yeah exactly but do you feel like also in one hand it's also it was a good that you were in the beginning because did you get any perks from it being quite new that they really wanted like um what shall i say yeah yeah it's i'd say probably you got a, a little bit just a little extra attention than maybe you normally would at another yeah. program just mm. because they were so in tune with like you said trying to figure this out which heightens your awareness and heightens your like uh motive to really want to nail it almost like being an understudy or going on for the first time on stage like you really are your awareness and your um ability to really hone in your craft is at its at its height so there are some there are some perks to it i think yeah, yeah, exactly. That's nice. No, but I, I must say, though, I feel like, I don't know if it, it has changed or how it is in America, but I feel uh, now when I see some some new grads, I feel like the, the mentality has changed and how they, because I I almost feel like, you know, old school, it was like to break you down almost. So sure. I felt almost like my confidence were not very good when I like, or both like in one way, but yeah, I feel like I have to grow my confidence and I see like people now coming out, new grads and they have the biggest confidence and they're like, so I'm going to be the next star. Like, oh, nothing less than a lead for me. You know, yeah. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. We, like how we, they come, <laughs> we come from this, 
we come from the same experience. Um, I have a funny story. We're good friends now, but my vocal, yeah. te- my vocal teacher in college, he broke me down so much. One time I was walking back to my dorm after a lesson, just feeling like the worst singer in the world. And we yeah. had this little, we had this little uh, walking bridge over a pond and I was stood on the bridge and I was like considering like jumping into the water. Not really just as a joke, but like, that's how, speaking of being broken down, like that's how much he tore me up in that lesson. So yeah, yeah I guess, yeah, things, times are changing and yeah. some, for the, some for the better, some for the worse, you know, it's a. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you also notice difference then on the, on the new grads. Yeah. 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 It, it, it was, it was, yeah. Again, yeah. I think moderation is key. I think there has to be a bit of uh, a realistic nature to your approach where you're not just going to think you're going to graduate and be the lead in a Broadway or West End show or something. But on the other regard, you shouldn't leave your place of training feeling worthless. No, no exactly. <laughs> yeah. I agree on that. 100%. So, so as your West End debut, before getting to London, like what was your journey to the West End? You did a lot of performing elsewhere, obviously from your bio I'm looking at, you toured the UK, you did an international tour, you're in Denmark, obviously you're in Sweden. How did how did the roads lead to here? Like, uh, yeah, did you get a call or how did you end up auditioning for six? Oh, I wish. I wish. <laughs> Isn't that the dream? <laughs> When is my call going to come when I just get get an offer? <laughs> yeah. No, no. But um, uh, yeah, I started in Sweden then. Uh, and then also I got, because um, actually uh, Swedish uh, or in Sweden, it's that kind of a closed market. So um, the industry there is more older performers, actually. And mm. like, it's it's kind of hard to get in there as a new grad. Or this is how it was when I graduated. So actually, Denmark was more open to like um, auditions. So actually, like for example, in Sweden, they didn't even release when they had an audition. Everything was really like like that, and just yeah. like private invitations and stuff. Because we don't have agents as well either. So obviously, that's a good point to say. Um, yeah, so then that's why I went to Denmark because at least they had like auditions that you could get invited to yeah. and like apply to. Wait, and, tell me, tell us more about the no agents in Sweden. What's that all about? Um, yeah, so yeah, we don't like, have agents. Like, like you're not, like you're not, a, you're not allowed. Like you're not permitted within the industry, mm. or it's just not uh, normal. There practice. are agents, but they're more like focused on film and TV. So basically, there's almost none actually um, focusing on MT. So it doesn't really exist. It's weird. So you have to be like responsible for your own career and yeah. like maybe yeah obviously talk to people go to classes try to find out if there's any auditions and oh. stuff and yeah it's a bit weird and like or maybe maybe email to um uh, directors or like because there's not even like when i think about it there's not even casting directors in sweden like in in who? musical <laughs> oh, like- wait, so who's uh, who's taking on this this role as yeah weird right i haven't like even thought about it but actually casting directors doesn't right like in film and tv absolutely but not in mt it's like there they have like so it's the directors and the the like um what do you call that the mds or like you know yeah uh, yeah those people they are the one who casting 
so the theater or the producing team will hire the director and, and the director will have their team and then they yeah, exactly. will be the one, they'll be the ones to cast. Interesting. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. Is, is, it be, like, is it because you think, sorry to interrupt, do you think it's because it's okay. like an old school mentality or is it because the industry is smaller over there and it, they don't think it's like worth yeah. it? Yeah, I guess so. I think, yeah, because I guess it must be because it's smaller. So it always worked without agents. And then like, yeah, because you see a lot of the same people in the same shows all the time. Right. So I think maybe it wasn't needed really, but uh, obviously there's a lot of new grads. So that's why I was like very open then to go abroad and stuff. Got it. And where were you before booking six? What was your last, like, were you? That was uh, Say it again. In Chichester Festival okay. Theater. Okay. So and I did uh, South Pacific there, yeah. Got it. Oh, I actually have the <laughs> hoodie oh, promoting. <laughs> yeah. Because I couldn't uh, find my matching uh, one to these. So I was like, oh, well, this works. <laughs> yeah. Color coordinating for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you what? You saw like a, a casting listing for, for six and you submitted how? How did you show up to book the show? <clears throat> Oh, no, no, no. By that point, I already had, like, an agent in the UK. All right, good. Okay. Because, obviously, you need a, you need an agent in UK. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, so, so, your agent found you this, and um, yeah. what, what time Yeah. What time of, uh, what time period are we looking at? Is this, like, uh, during COVID, kind of after things slowed down? When, when did you audition for the show? For six. Yeah. Oh, that was, like, it was quite, uh, it was really a quick casting so i it was like july maybe they had the ad out or something and like my my agent uh, submitted me i guess <laughs> yeah. and then i think i got like i had the finals in august but it was a bit tricky actually because obviously of, when you're in a 2020 show, 2022 uh no 21 it must have been okay yeah okay yeah, yeah 2021 and were things like in London, were things kind of back to normal? Were you did you audition in person, or did you have to do everything via video, or how did that? Work? Uh, no, it was it wasn't completely back to normal. I think we were still testing and stuff like that. But yeah. um, first, I did a self tape. I feel like that has been like applied a little bit now in the industry as well after the uh, pandemic. So obviously, I think like casting directors see their opportunity to like save some money. So if you can like. <laughs> Nobody's like great, our producers or whatever. You know, everyone is like perfect. We don't have to. We can see more people, but just see by by a little tape, and we can like choose like just a few people to yeah. to yeah invite. So it's obviously a great way. It's it's maybe nice because then you can obviously see more people like uh, that that wouldn't be able to get any self tape usually. But obviously, some people just are better in person. So if you're not yeah. good in self tape, it's not very good. <laughs> Yeah. How was your experience with the super fans of six? I feel like there's like all shows out there. There's there. There's a fan base, of course, but there's like a yeah. handful of shows. One comes to mind in the States, uh, which is Beetlejuice that just has oh. a, a crazy fan following. And oh. and six is the same. D- did you all like receive fan art like every day or what what was it like being in the show with such a crazy fan base oh hi little doggy over there sorry i just saw yeah. <laughs> your dog came because the cat was just here as well yeah funny yeah. um yeah uh 
No, I was like, because I was intimidated in the beginning, you know, uh, by by the whole um, show, like the role and absolutely the fans in the beginning, yeah. because they had like obviously high ex- expectations and they're like, they know the role so well and like how how they think also the role should be played, uh, you mm. know. Yeah. So it was a lot of like in the beginning, I was um, I kind of intimidated actually yeah. uh, by it. But the more and also like, but that was also a lot like in my head. So I, I would say I messed up a little bit for my own sake by doubting myself instead of like, you know what, just go for it, Amanda, just play around, have fun, which I like started to do more in in the run. But like, so obviously it was also in my head. Um, mm. But uh, no, as as the time when our past, oh no, what do you say? Yeah, yeah, you understand what I mean? Yeah, I just like yeah you love it or i loved it yeah, i was what, like you get what, so what? much love and support and like messages like every day comes in where they're like people are so so sweet so nice or like bringing gifts and like yeah it's really um, but i've i've actually really like yeah appreciate it so much and like stay um at stage door talking to people and you get to know them and you know it's just like it's nice it's people yeah. with like passion for theater yeah, let's rewind to the intimidation. It's a perfect topic for yeah. a pursuit in uh, theater. There's yeah. a lot of people intimidated by fitness, like going to the gym or just yeah. you know self-doubt in general. So I, I'd love to just go a little bit deeper on that. So you yeah. said eventually during, um, I think you said what, the the run of like a designer run or something during rehearsals, you started playing around. When, when did you have that turning point of finally you said, just, just play and, and have fun. Like what, what got you over that hump to finally stop doubting yourself? Um, You know what? I felt a bit like, um, I felt a little bit depressed in the beginning or like I was like not comfortable. I really had the imposter syndrome where I'm like, and I saw my, my colleagues were amazing and I was like, I wasn't where I wanted to be. But also because if you don't have confidence and if you don't believe in yourself in a role like that, it's not going to be good. <laughs> of course. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> like as a queen of that, like you you need confidence. That's that's what it's all about. It's being alive and everything like that. Um, but I so I, I didn't feel I didn't feel like very good about like the performance for a while. And, you know, it just got to a point where actually, Amanda, now you got this opportunity. You know what? Like, OK, if people don't like you, then then so be it. You know, then yeah. it's fine. You just like had enough, you know, after a yeah. while. Now you're going to do this for a year. Enjoy it. And, you know, like, and and yeah, this, I re- remember how it was because it, this was actually a really good thought because I forgot about what I was doing. I connected myself too much to the role instead of separating the role. And I would be, I just like had a like revelation when I was like, oh my God, what is, what would Anne Boleyn do? I yeah. should obviously portray her. And I forgot about that in this whole thing. And I was like, God, how could I forget that I'm an actress? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. this is what I should do. And she would be like, no, but <laughs> I should say, <laughs> she would be like, I don't care. Let's just do it. Like, <laughs> let's just have fun. And like, she was such a strong woman and like, obviously like changed history and, and stuff like that. So I just mm. like got reminded by that. And then I'm like, yeah, I have to do her justice. <laughs> yeah. And like, and also, yeah, if people don't like me, fine then. I mean, like, yeah, there's always going to be like that. 
So, but it was uh, so lovely when you start to get past that point. Yeah, I, I have this kind of conversation with clients a lot where yeah. either it's going to be a person in your life mm-hmm. that comes along that helps you. It's going to be a situation. Mm-hmm. But other times mm-hmm. it might be what you said where it's like eventually you're just going to decide. Like maybe nothing mm-hmm. crazy happens or like an epiphany strikes uh, like you're saying. You just might come to the point where you say enough's enough and you just yes, say definitely. You say yeah. F it, you say F it, and, and just go for it. Um, yeah, exactly. I was like, how can I say this in another way? No, <laughs> hey, you're free to, you're free to. But <laughs> you're like, beep, <laughs> add no, it in. No, no fuck it. Okay. Um, yeah. so you, um, you talked about people too, which is like such a other, like mm-hmm. another huge topic on how people mm-hmm. self-sabotage themselves is that. Yeah. They're thinking about people's opinions that when they're, you know, getting older and their time on earth is coming to an end, they're going to look back and say, why did I care about random X, Y, Z person when I can't even remember who it was or they never had an impact in my life. But yet I held myself back because I was worried about what these people thought. It's just kind of ludicrous, but we all do it. And it's, Yeah. Yeah. So true. Do you, how do you get through it? But do you, is it just like simple reminders to yourself where it's like you have these thoughts about, oh, they might judge me. And then you just have to kind of put yourself back in check and say, like, it doesn't matter. Like, is it as simple as that? Or how do you go I about it? I think I'm a big believer in talking and ventilating. Like, I really yeah. think that's good. So um, I think, yeah. I really think that a lot of people just like, you know, if you keep them in your head too much, it just grows and it's just like, you know, you go in circles and you don't don't go anywhere. But as soon as you like told someone and just talk about it and I was like, have someone that's like, oh, yeah, that's normal or like to feel that way. And then maybe say like, oh, yeah. Oh, that person is la 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 la, and then you yeah. feel, yeah, yeah, exactly, right? Like you get <laughs> confirmed, and you're like, <laughs> I think it is important to have those. Like, of course, you can do it yourself. Obviously, we know that that we can like control our mind by like yeah. telling ourselves, and you know, like that. Yeah. But yeah, if if you would have anyone to like talk with, because I'm like, like I said, I really think that talking to people because also that thing you know when you're like i'm alone about it or it's a bit like embarrassing to talk about or like maybe you don't go there like but yeah most people they they like to talk about it or or they they feel the same we're so similar a lot of times right all right one more serious question then we'll do a couple silly ones and then we'll let you go so a serious question would be with your um your career and and trying to be consistent and booking these shows and and having work. So obviously congratulations. How, what, what, what uh, practices have you implemented in your life or career that like you do uh, almost like as a ritual, like daily or maybe weekly or what practices that you consistently do that you would attribute to your success? That is really hard <laughs> because I can also, <laughs> it, no. it depends on what show you're in. Right. Let's, well. let's, let's say uh, not in a show. Let's say when you were like searching for your next gig, 
How do you okay. stay? How do you uh, stay ready, or how do you keep progressing yourself? I guess um, that's a, that's a better way of asking. Sorry. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Um, oh, uh, what do I do? Well, like I go to classes, obviously. Okay. Um, no, not obviously. You you don't know. Like oh, there's no. plenty of people no. out there that they just think it's going to magically happen without them putting in putting in the work. So tell us about yeah. the classes. You go what? How many days yeah. a week? Dance, voice. What would you do? Yeah, if I uh, if I'm like free or like if I'm in London, then I actually I haven't really been between work much in London, but um and in the UK. But uh, oh my god, that sounded so. Oh my god, no, 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 no. You have we, to, you have to delete that. <laughs> yeah. No, you can't have that. That that sounded so bad. Oh well, but right. you know what I mean. Well, okay. uh, time Let's time over. Time marker, 28 minutes. We'll take that out there. But the second you said it, I know yeah. you didn't. We all know you didn't mean it that way. So no. anyways, yeah. go ahead. So not in the UK, but other times in your life, in your career, yeah. this is what you do. You take class. Go ahead. Yeah, I take class. <laughs> and then, uh, so I'll maybe do, yeah, at least like, because there's always, we have that like this, um professional dance classes so it's really beneficial in sweden so you don't have to pay much so you just pay like i think it's like one one thirty pounds or something and then you get to go from like uh, september till december or what it is and like take how many classes you want but they have like three jazz classes or no four jazz classes a week so i always try to take them obviously uh, to do them and also like oh it's so lovely like you meet the people there it's nice it's like a a little home and uh and obviously you have you have rainy days and stuff but then obviously you lear- always learn something yeah so I always think that like try to like okay i'd rather be like uncomfortable at class in class yeah. than like in an audition i'd rather yeah. look like a fool there even though it's not nice like yeah. so like obviously no one no one loves that feeling you know um yeah i had that actually when i went to like a, a ballet class in london and i was like i went there and it was like horrendous uh, so i went there with my with my boyfriend and he was like um he was like um helping me but i was so bad <laughs> i was really really bad and he was like yeah this is she's not gonna come tomorrow again and obviously after i was like down and i was like, oh that was horrendous and like yeah but then the next day i i was like okay amanda you have to obviously you have to go now because like when you feel this bad about yourself so i went and then like yeah it was it was so much more fun and i laughed at myself i was like (laughs) and the teacher laughed at me but like in a fun way like we had fun and obviously you feel better than after and then you just notice how quickly you you develop yeah yeah with like singing you can sing at home so easily i'm like but i must say like i feel like people are they are so good in singing now Everyone mm. can sing, mm. but I guess so. Yeah, because like it's so easy. You can just like sing at home, and just like and you just have lots of YouTube things. You can just copy stuff and like. So there's mm. loads of stuff to do there. Like, of course, okay. it's good for singing lesson, but just copying is also so you're, good. You're saying like nowadays the training is more accessible at home than it has been in the past because of like YouTube and and things on social media yes 100 percent. so i like yeah yeah, i've got so many messages where people ask you like what should i do to be become a performer and i was like there's so much you can do like even for dancing you can do like youtube classes 
and stuff yeah, like yeah. that and you get the techniques so, sure maybe like going to a ballet lesson you maybe need someone to like oh i see you have a sore neck yeah me too yeah no but um yeah because <laughs> yeah. I, I do this so much that i was like oh god right. especially right one yeah um uh, oh, sorry I'm like, yeah we see that we see that in sports we see that in olympic lifting we see that with the younger generation that mm -hmm. they're becoming so much more advanced sooner because of what social media and YouTube and things like that have done where they're exposed to the potential of what they could become and how to become that so much yeah. earlier. So yeah, yeah it's gonna, exactly. yeah, it's, it's gonna really a, like, so, so it's a, it's a really good thing for like, for everyone that like young now and like, yeah, you can learn so much. And I feel like, yeah, I feel also inspired yeah. by that. I feel like, Okay, I need to do <laughs> right, right. more homework. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's uh, close up with the hot seat. Uh, super silly lineup of questions to get to know okay. you, and then we'll say goodbye. Uh, yeah. If we were to pop on your uh, TV, what movie, no matter what time of day, would always stop you and you'd say, "Oh, I have to watch this." Oh yeah. That is a, such a hard question. One, one out of a, a hand, a, just one that pops to Are these supposed to be quick questions? Because then I'm rubbish, clearly. <laughs> uh, typically, we want to, you know, spit them out, but you can take your time if you need to. <laughs> You're special, so uh, you take your time. <laughs> um, <laughs> um Oh, yo, yo. Okay, I just have to say then. Maybe it's not true, but I'll say it. Uh, uh, Notting Hill. Okay, Notting Hill. All right, great. Yeah. If you were to have to play one song in your car or on the way in, in the tube or something, what song would you want to put on? Oh, my God. This is this is every time when it's film and music, that's so tricky. Oh, yo, 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 yo. Let's say um, something with Stevie Wonder, maybe. Okay, Stevie Wonder. Love it. Um, if you could play any role, what role is like a dream role of yours? Could be anything. Any role in the world. Any role. It could be a movie. It could be a musical. <gasps> yeah. One that I have there now is actually the engineer in Miss Saigon. Okay. There we go. That would be amazing let's put that in the universe we just did we just put that in no the but no but i yeah yeah you know because that's happening already Is no it? not me no not for me but, <laughs> <laughs> no but a, a friend and like obviously joe ampel such okay. an amazing performer she's gonna do engineer and wow. i never thought that was possible but it's amazing that that's gonna it be gets to be a female yeah it's it's really and she's so amazing so talented right. All right, you're walking down the street and there you're looking for like that one restaurant or one type of food that you would eat all day any day. What is it? Oh my foodie, so there's too many, but okay, let's say uh, Italian then. Okay, Italian? What yeah. what a, a certain pasta dish or what kind of Italian? Mm, probably, oh, I don't even know what it's called, but it's like <laughs> a spaghetti with like these um shrimps in it. Oh yeah, uh, shrimps with like oil based and garlic and like white is wine. That, is that shrimp shrimp scampi? I think that's what we call that. Shrimp oh, shrimp scamp. Okay, yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's maybe, so delicious, right? Or shrimp lingu with linguine pasta, or I don't know. Someone, yeah, uh, someone in the. I like Some when it's oil based. Yeah, not tomato. Someone, 
<laughs> Someone in the uh, in the comments, let us know what we're searching yeah. for. Tell us, tell us the name. All right, last uh, last silly question: If you could come back reincarnated as an animal, which animal would you be? Ooh, also tricky. <laughs> I should maybe have watched this before, so I was more prepared. <laughs> no, this is this is this is uh, adding. This is great. This, this is adding to the entertainment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, this is so tricky. I mean, like you would rather choose like a an intelligent. I don't. I'm really afraid of of deep water, but just because dolphins are so intelligent, you want to okay. say that. But actually, I'm scared of water, so maybe it isn't a. But maybe when you come back as a dolphin, you're not scared of water. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're oh, yeah. So that's how I should. Mm, good one. Right, yeah, let's okay. say dolphin then. <laughs> All right, you're a dolphin. All right, you're officially off of the uh, hot seat. Thank you so much, Amanda, for joining us on the Bill for the Stage podcast. Appreciate it. Thank you so much. This was a lot of fun. Oh, sorry. If, if you want, no, it's okay. If you want to follow Amanda on Instagram, you can follow her at Amandilly. Uh, there's a funny little backstory. Uh, you tell it. You're in college, and there was a, an Amanda, another Amanda, Amanda Law. Law. Yeah. <laughs> So they called you Amanda Lee, and then you want yeah. to get it, but the A was taken, so you just used an I instead, right? Exactly. Hilarious. <laughs> All right, so that's A-M-A-N-D-I-L-I. You can check that out in the description of this episode. Make sure to give Amanda a follow. She's amazing, and her content on her IG page is awesome as well. We didn't even talk about this. What are you rehearsing right now? Where are you? Uh, what are you doing? What are you rehearsing? Uh, I'm in uh, Hex at the National. That's right. And and yeah. uh, and how's and it going? Music. How, how uh, it's a new musical. How long until you all open or premiere? Uh, we have previews the 26th of I hope so at least uh, of November, and then we have press night the 6th of December. So all yeah, right. a little way to go, but yeah, I, I think we need it as well because <laughs> it's obviously a new piece, so it's a lot to like get in there. Awesome. All right. Well, if you all want to get more info on that, make sure again, give her a follow on the gram and uh, yeah, break a leg in the shows to come. And thanks so much for, for joining us. Thank you so much. So much fun, really. <laughs> all right, everyone. Joe Roscoe here from Bill for the Stage. Thanks so much for listening. If you like this podcast, please rate, subscribe, leave a comment, screenshot the episode, uh, tag Amanda in it so that all your friends know about her and uh, we appreciate you listening so again actors or athletes train like one later hey it's leslie Udom jr here on the broadway podcast network to tell you about the rise theater directory a program of maestro music rise is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds if you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.